You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness Podcast. All right, welcome to the latest episode of the Coleman Power Organic Fitness Podcast. And if you haven't heard about it already, where the hell have you been? This is an Amazon number one bestseller. That's what this is. I believe it does dream come true. That's not what I've come to talk to you about on today's show. It's actually my good friend, Kelly. All right, Kelly, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Coleman. Pleasure. No problem at all. If anyone is not currently following Kelly, I will most certainly will be putting her handles in the likes of the show notes and be tagging her on the day of this release coming out on a Thursday. So I suppose, Kelly, for those of you that don't know you, I suppose if you could give them their, you, your elevator pitch in relation to who you are, what you do, and we can get started there. Yeah, so um, currently I'm an online fitness coach, um, but that, I suppose that came about long after a lot of other careers that I've had. Um, so I started off um, by studying neuroscience in UCD, qualified neuroscientist, went into teaching from that, then went in, done a maths degree. Um, so yeah, listen, I've done loads of stuff. I always, always had a passion for fitness. I've always played sports. Um you know, played rugby at All-Ireland level, trained and competed in MMA, and I'm currently doing um, adventure racing and triathlon. So yeah, my passion for fitness has always been there, but I suppose I didn't really know that I could make a career out of it um, up until the last couple of years, I suppose. You know, I find um, a lot of people in Ireland, you know, think that, you know, they need a steady job um, and that's it, that they, they can't actually work at something that they enjoy doing. Um, and I kind of had that mindset growing up, you know, watching my mom and dad go to work, come home. And that's just what you did. Um, so that was me. I was teaching for about eight years, a secondary school teacher. And I was like, you know, what? I'm going to qualify and get my personal training um, qualification, my nutrition qualification part time. So I was working Monday to Friday as a secondary school teacher and I was in DCU every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday, full days for a full year to get my qualifications. Um, and then after that, I took the jump. I left teaching, probably one of the scariest decisions or um, things that I've done because uh, I, I love the quote. Um, there are only two real addictions in life and that is heroin and a steady wage and it's so true you know you're just you're terrified to leave this job because of the unknown and the unknown is the most terrifying thing I think but anyway left the job I said you know what if I can make enough money just to pay the bills put food on the table and um, I would be happy you know um, and it all kind of went mental from there I think I think as well it was a very um a good time for me to do it it was just before covid hit so next minute everyone stuck at home and and um the online coaching thing was just a good option i suppose at the time so yeah um have been have been running my own online fitness business um since then and it's just gone from strength to strength and i've met loads of people worked with hundreds of clients um and yeah that brings us up to right now. Met, met Coleman online. Um, I really believe that um, if you surround yourself with like-minded people, you'll just be a lot happier in life. So yeah, it was great to meet you and other people um, through the and online space. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about that. And I suppose the emphasis on this whole podcast in particular, this show is really how to balance suppose, a healthy lifestyle with kids, 
And I suppose exercise and you being a, a clear example, which it can be done. How do you do it on a regular basis? How are you dealing with, I suppose, those of you that don't know, you just after having, I suppose, a relationship now currently with Mo and with two children on the go. How do you do it? <laughs> I don't this know. Time last year, this time last year, we had zero kids and now we have two girls. We had twins in October. Um, and I listen, if anyone out there is listens to this, follows me, they know that I'm very, very open and honest on my page. I hate all of this, you know, putting your best foot forward online and not showing the truth. And, you know, just it just feeds into that comparison syndrome that a lot of people can suffer from when, when we look online, because most people just put up their highlight reels and we compare ourselves so that we can feel inadequate. So my page, I really pride myself on putting everything out there, you know, and being a parent is absolutely <laughs> you know, bloody hard work. I'm not going to lie. And I would never deny that. It's probably the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life, but it's definitely the most rewarding thing. I wouldn't change it for the world. In saying that though, I think people need to be realistic. And that's the problem I think with a lot of people, they think that they can keep up the level of, you know, activity or whatever that they had been doing beforehand. And obviously if you have two kids, that's not possible. So first and foremost, people need to be realistic with their time. And secondly, people need to plan and structure their weeks to allow them to you know have set days and times where they train um so that's what I try and do with my clients you know I I make personalized programs for them because if you compare let's say someone who's in my position a mother who works full-time you compare that to you know a college student who has no commitments obviously you're not going to have the same time available so you need to really really get it set down in stone in your weekly plan um and if you don't have that you know leaving things to chance you're more than likely not going to get it done so yeah having set times and having set days for training is an absolute must if you're a parent so what me and Mo do and what we did over the past couple of weeks because Mo has just returned to work herself so we sat down and we said okay this day we have this time free the kids are in the child minders or whatever and that's our days and times where we go and we exercise and you know we meal prep on all of these things because if you fail to plan you need to you know be ready to fail because everything comes down to plan and prep especially when you're so busy Kelly, I'd love for you, I suppose, even to break down to people, what are the things that I suppose that are key for you with meal prep or I suppose with healthy food choices, whether it's on the go or you're making something the night before, what do you do just to break it down for people, the simple things, and that's, for the most part, people are not doing the simple things, they often, like, we can have, a, we had a chat just before we went on air, the fact that People will demonize carbohydrates just as supposed to sell a program. They'll demonize fats to make them lose weight quickly. And fats are essential in the, I suppose, the diet. Uh, the carbohydrates are the body's first source of energy, but they demon, they put both like processed foods and the likes of complex carbohydrates, maybe sourdough bread in the same bracket. And then people are confused and they're taking out food and they under eat and they binge eat. And it's a whole cycle of, and I'm so glad that there are, I suppose, there are two people, myself and Kelly, and that's it. There's no one else, not a race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no come here listen I am 100% um, in agreement with you I think the biggest thing that people do that leads to not adherence to like you know trying to be a bit healthier a bit fitter is they complicate things they way over complicate nutrition anyone coming to me when I give them their plans they're like Jesus this is actually simple you know it's not mad stuff you know mad food ingredients or whatever it's all very simple um, because you know simply food comes down to uh you know the foods that you like 
having that so that you'll adhere to the program that's another thing um when people think they you know need to be a bit more healthy a bit fitter they think they need crazy to be eating crazy types of food and that's not the case so to answer your question that you asked me how i suppose do i uh, maintain um healthy eating long-term. So first and foremost, I think the most important thing is to make sure that you have the good foods in the house. If you have a house full of chocolate, full of absolute shit processed food, well, that's what you're going to eat, you know? Um, so we get a Tesco delivery every single week, same day, same time. It's very, I, people are probably, probably like, Jesus Christ, you're very regimented, Kelly. But that's, I need to be like that in order to stay on top of it. If I didn't have a Tesco delivered to the house every week, I would just end up eating whatever was in the house so yeah firstly we have the the tesco uh, delivered and ordered secondly um i you know only have about two or three meals uh for breakfast lunch and dinner that i enjoy so therefore i, I rotate between them um i always drill into my clients repetition repetition will get you results find three breakfast meals that you like three lunch meals that you like three dinner meals that you like and just rotate between them it it makes it easy takes the thinking out of it out of it and it simplifies nutrition um so yeah uh, i i just have breakfast and lunch you know three or four things rotate between them and then i actually have a cookbook um and i just pick a couple of meals uh, from that each week and that's what we do you know we'll cook let's say a um what did we what did we have the other day we had a chili con carne and we cooked that off and then we had it for two or three days for for dinner after um so yeah batch batch cooking is is great uh, but but the, the key here is simplicity and having the ingredients in your house so that, you know, you're not going to be reaching for processed food. Yeah, that's what ends up happening, Kelly, with most people that I chat to as well. The point of which is it's they haven't planned ahead. They have minimal healthy food in the presses or the fridge. And what ends up happening is what's handy. And your body is going to crave typically high calorie and sugar. And sugar is in the form of carbohydrates. So it's either biscuits, crackers, cakes. And I've done it too, but I suppose I'm further away from that right now. And the point of which is you will eat whatever foods in your house. So the point of which is don't have those literally foods that I suppose are tempting you to overeat on the likes of foods that are high in calories and that are low in nutrient quality. Yeah, exactly. And you mentioned it earlier as well. You said a lot, what a lot of people do is when they think, okay, right, I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to, you know, be healthier, maybe lose a bit of weight or whatever. When they do that, what they can tend to do is under eat. So on Monday, you know, they won't have a breakfast. They'll have a tiny lunch. And what you're doing then is you're under eating during the day, which leads to overeating at night. And when you're overeating at night and your body is craving basically energy, you're going to go for, as you just said, those simple carbohydrates, your sugary foods, your biscuits, your chocolate and stuff like that. And, and hopefully everyone listening knows that that's that's the area in which you're going to be over consuming your calories. You're not going to be sitting there eating, you know, 10 chicken breasts, but you would sit there and you would eat, you know, a full packet of, of, of chocolate or, or biscuits or whatever. So, um, so yeah, uh, basically another, another thing I just picked up on you there is, uh, don't be under eating, um, throughout the day and then overeating at night, three good balanced meals, uh, throughout the day, uh, is the way to go. Yeah. Would I suppose, I'm going to give an example of my, I suppose, go-to quick. If I'm on the go, if I'm moving, I would typically go for a yogurt. I mean, a natural yogurt is something that I can easily get in any shop, whether I'm traveling from Cork, Waterford, Kildare, the North, 
Roscommon going to a heer or retreat or anything, any events that I'm currently doing, it's something that's a complete protein source. You can add in natural fruit and people say, oh, Coleman, yeah, what yogurts are good. I like the one with the strawberry flavor. But right now, strawberries and all different berries are in season. You can get the likes of a yogurt, some berries and add nuts to it. Like literally a spoon of it. How many nuts? If you, you typically eat yogurt with a spoon and a spoon in that, that's your tree things your body runs at, protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Those are literally my go-to snack on the go. Do you have any examples of something that you have on a regular basis that I suppose gets you from A to B or a snack that you really enjoy that the listeners would like to know? Yeah, do you know what? It's so funny that you mentioned that. Yogurt is my go-to. I eat um, a 500-gram pot of yogurt every single day. I'm not joking. The Tesco man comes in. (laughs) The Tesco man carrying in seven tubs of yogurt. He's like, are you okay? But no, I, I literally have yogurt every single day. And if I'm on the go, I'll make it just before I go. So what I do is every Wednesday I'm, I'm, I'm away. So I'm out at um, meetings on Wednesday and I have to travel an hour to and an hour from. Um, and I'll just take one of the 500 gram tubs of uh, yogurt. I'll take a banana or whatever fruit is in the house, strawberries, blueberries. And I'll take a little bit of granola in like you know a a little container or whatever and I literally take that with me and that's it and if I know I'm going to be out longer in the day I'll bring a sandwich with me or whatever um but yeah yogurt is definitely my go-to another one I like as well is overnight oats and they're really handy because you just grab it from the fridge there's literally no assembly you know the day you just grab it and eat on the go so yeah overnight oats and yogurt yogurt is is king though I eat it every single day that's so funny. I had actually previously given Kelly the questions that I was going to ask her in relation to food choices and things. Yogurt is something that I would also have. I am such so the, a major fan of it. Things that have no and very little prep to it. Grab yogurt, adding yeah. two ingredients, you're, you're there. And that's why I'm another, another, another believer in the likes of eggs. Like in literally, if you're in trouble, boil six goddamn eggs. They can be transplanted. They are nature's literally protein balls. People are like, oh, come on, what about the protein balls? They're like, scrap your protein balls. It takes you no time at all. You don't know what the hell is in them. Could be added sugar. I don't care. But the point of which is, boil some eggs. Have them on the go. Those are healthy snacks. Like, those are something my granddad would have had. And I don't know how actually healthy he was. But the point of which is, it's simple. Do the simple stuff. Yeah. Come on, you know, I literally was about to say that. I was going to say, remember you called up to my house last summer and I was like, you made me lunch. And we were talking, we literally had a conversation for about 10 minutes about how amazing eggs were. <laughs> like, that's another thing I eat on the go all the time, um, eggs. I, I, I eat eggs pretty much every single day, actually, to be honest with you. So would I, and it's their nature's multivitamin. And Kelly teed me up lovely. There's a section in the book about eggs. If anyone wants to read that, if you haven't read that, get on it um but yeah eggs they're such an easy one they're it suppose again what we're talking about right now is the simple things to us but maybe listening to i suppose other than myself another individual that says oh god that's what kelly does and they might pick up on it and that's the whole idea of this podcast actually i suppose educate people and get people on the healthy buzz and connecting them with like-minded people and i suppose i want to I suppose now we touched a lot about like food kelly i want to kind of go and lean towards uh, the likes of why do you train and why do you train so hard and why are you as healthy as you currently are? I'd love to know that where you may be influenced by either a family member or someone that you've met along the way. No, to be honest with you, um, my training always falls back to mental health. That's the foundation of the reason why I train. 
Um, if I do, don't get out at least once a day, and I don't mean, you know, doesn't have to be mad training session. It could be literally a simple 30 minute walk um, or it could be, you know, swim, cycle, run. I'm training for an Ironman, the Ironman in Cork at the moment. Um, but if I don't get outside the house, get out into nature, move my body um, at least once a day for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, I'm just not a nice person to be around. It really, really affects my mental health. Um, and yeah, that's something I wasn't really aware of until um, I had a back injury. I think it was, uh, it happened in August, 2020. And I, I had surgery on my back in December, 2020. So that period of what, five months, I wasn't you know, hardly able to walk, to be honest with you. I found it difficult to dress myself. I was very, very, it was very tough part of my life. And I reflecting back, I, ju I just realized, Jesus Christ, the thing that actually was the hardest part about that whole experience was not being able to get outside and exercise. Um, so yeah, to answer your question, um, for my mental health to remain at a, a level at which I'm happy with, I have to be out exercising. Um, but also, you know, it, it like let's call a spade a spade here I want to be able to look a certain way as well do you know what I mean I, I pride um uh, I pride myself on my appearance uh, as well as my you know emotional and mental health as well and um yeah it's just I, I think and a lot of people can maybe uh, think I sound a bit harsh saying this but if you look in the mirror right and you're not happy with what you see the only person that you can you know pin that on or blame is yourself because the harsh reality of it is that the situation you find yourself in in life right now is an accumulation of all the decisions that you've made up until that point. And that can be very hard for people to face because, you know, um, personal responsibility is an area that people, a lot of people can try and avoid because, you know, it's so much easier to push the blame on someone else, you know. Um, but if you be honest with yourself and sit down and look in the mirror and say, you know what, what I see in the mirror is my own fault. It's every single decision that I have made up until the point, this point. But this, this is the important part, is that you have the power to change that. You are the only person who has the power to change that. And how do you change it? So a lot of people are like, oh, I, Kelly, I don't know what to do to start. This is how you change it, okay? You start simple because going from zero to one with anything, any change in life is gonna be the most difficult. So what a lot of people do is they over expect and they under deliver. They go too hard, too soon. They're too extreme and it never, ever lasts. So then they say, oh, affect this. This is too difficult. And they stop doing it all together. Whereas if you start small, and you create small little habits that you implement every single day, those habits will compound over time and they will lead to massive results. But we need to start small and we need to make sure that we're consistent with that. Consistency is key with any single anything you ever want to achieve. It's consistency. Um, and Coleman, looking at your page every single day, like you're the, the king of consistency. You do, what The information that you're giving out to people is what you're doing at home. You know, you're not sitting there posting on social media things that you're pretending that you're doing you live what you say and you're consistent every single day and that's that's the reason you look the way you do you have you know the the, me the mental health that you have you have the physical health that you have um, and listen it's not easy it's not e easy if it was easy every single person would be doing it but it's not as difficult as people make out it's just you need to seek the right people with the right education and um, there's so much education online and we can kind of get you know you can get a bit overwhelmed by it all, but just find someone you trust, me, Coleman, whoever it may be, and stick with them and, and, and maybe reach out to them and ask them for advice.
Mm, and, and that's a great point. There's so much right now free information that's out there, but making sure that you get it from, I suppose, people that you like, know, and trust. Like we can talk about, I don't talk about negativity, and we were just chatting about this before we came on air. There's very few people that myself and yourself would actually watch online and can end up being, I suppose, something that we can either use as comparison syndrome saying, Oh my God, look at them. They're on holidays. Look at their lovely family. Jesus, I wish I had a family. And that can happen to me. I'm a single individual in my 30s. And everyone says to me, Oh, cool, man. Why are you single? I'm currently working on something right now to, I suppose, reach as many people as I possibly can. And it's not, I suppose, making it my priority. And that's why I suppose I'm excelling in other areas of life, such as my fitness. And you could say maybe my business and anything else that I'm trying to, I suppose, I'm putting a lot of time into because what you spend your time doing, you will improve or you will find out that's not working so well and you, you'll inevitably, you'll get better at it. And that's the same way that right now someone is good at their job because they're spending a lot of time at it. They might earn a certain amount of income, but you took a little bit of that time away from your job and start putting it towards a little bit of a plan and steps for and actions towards your foods, your exercise, your steps, and getting outside and doing and even going shopping like that's a minimum, minimum requirement I suppose high five we change that into people doing those five things and seeing more results because what people are not doing is they say they don't have enough time and we all have the same amount of time we have 24 hours in a day and they're not making any more time what they really need to do is make a priority stop wasting time and that's the absolute killer if you're not happy where you are make sure that you are doing the things that help you because most people are not helping themselves. They're not doing the likes of the steps. They're not doing the workouts. There's no, no, no sh- meal prep shopping being done at all. And then they're going and focusing in on, again, people that they're comparing themselves to on social media. Yeah, yeah. And you're so right. People, so many people say I don't have time. And listen, I'm a mother of eight month old twins. You know, if I if I can find a little bit of time here or there, anyone can find time. But this is what I say to people as well. Anyone coming to work with me and say, oh, geez, I'm struggling to find time. Get onto your phone and look at the screen time that you spend on that phone every single week. And I'm telling you, it's it's hours. We're not talking minutes here. We're talking hours. And that's all of the the time that you don't have to spend on exercise or to spend on meal prep, you know, as you said, Coleman, it's about prioritizing things. You know, if you want to sit there on social media, scrolling for hours and hours, that's fine. That's your decision. But then you need to deal with the consequences on the back end of it. Maybe you're uh, unfit. Maybe you're overweight. Maybe, you know, your mental health is struggling because you're sitting on the couch every single day. You're following these people, as you said, who you uh, are jealous of, or, you know, who you want to look like, or you want to be, uh, but you're not doing anything about it you know it's about taking those steps and as I said listen I'm all about choose your suffering that is the one thing that I drill into my clients choose your suffering you have a choice everybody has a choice okay but one decision comes at the cost of the other decision so if you want to sit there on a couch and you want to you know binge watch your Netflix all day you want to scroll on your 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 phone all day that's fine that's your decision but then you can't bitch and moan about being you know unhealthy and unfit overweight because you have made that decision nobody else you have made that decision if you want to make the other decision and change well that's brilliant then you know you'll have the fit body you'll have the fit mind and so on but yeah the quote that I love is um stop moaning about the results that you don't have from the work that you didn't do yeah i love it and we're kind of both on the same wavelength here right now i'm going to ask you while we're heated a tiny bit we're not too bad but do you have goals why are you so driven why is there a bit of a bite in you and 
they just want to ask you that particular question. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I'm sorry if I'm coming across a bit. No, no, you're fine. I'm passionate about this. Yeah. Yeah. I get very, very passionate about this topic. Um, I suppose having goals and stuff like that, um, it just, it just gives your life purpose, doesn't it? Um, I know a lot of people who are just happy, you know, with going to work, coming home, doing the same thing. Um, and, and I actually just said there, I actually just said they're happy with doing that. They're not happy. They're just living a life on, on repeat, um, on autopilot. And, and it's because they're, they're not self-aware and that's not anyone else's problem because I've had this conversation with a lot of people recently. Um, everyone lacks self-awareness. Okay. But how do you start to be self-aware because how do you even know that you're self-aware you're not self-aware in the first place i know that's a bit conflicting there but if you can understand that you know you need to have to you need to sit down with yourself and ask yourself am i happy am i happy with my job am i happy with my fitness am i happy with my relationship all of these areas and if the answer is no well then you need to put steps in to 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 change that okay so i was in a position and i'm going to be honest as i said at the start of this podcast i'm always honest in my late teens early 20s i was in a position where i was not happy with my body i was overweight i wasn't fit and i wasn't happy my self confidence was in the fucking ground you know because of the way i looked and i just said to myself you know what I'm just going to do something about this. And I wasn't even, you know, I, I didn't have the best education at the time about what needed to be done. But I said to myself, I'm just going to start. And I never forget it. Me and Mo lived in a tiny little flat in Docky at the time. And I said, I'm going to run around the block once. And I think it was, you know, it was less than a kilometer in total to run around. And that was a big thing for me at the moment. I, I you know, I wasn't uh, into sport at that stage. I wasn't fit, or, as I said. And I just ran the one lap and I was in bits and I got back and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to try to do that every single day and I started small and I did it but it just showed me that whatever I want with my body with my mind whatever I can get but I need to put the work in so now I'm at a stage where I just enjoy pushing myself I just enjoy pushing my body to its limits I just enjoy pushing my mind to its limits so a lot of these events that I do like I ran a marathon um, in 2019 by completing the same kilometer 42.2 times and I raised money for mental health and PA the house and all of that but that was more of a, a mindset challenge for me like could I do that you know I can I can run a marathon um, I probably could go out and you know push myself to run a marathon tomorrow but that but that's that um, event for me was more of a mental challenge. Um, whereas these triathlons that I'm doing at the moment are more a physical challenge. I am just, you know, intrigued with how far my body will go, you know, before it gives in. Um, but yeah, hopefully that answered your question. Yeah, no, it did. And I, I, I appreciate even your honesty in that. And so we telling people where you started. You started off at half a kilometer. And that's the point of which that you don't get healthy by just doing one training session. You don't get healthy by just making one healthy food choice. It is the day-to-day stuff. And people are asking, both myself and yourself, who are into, I suppose, helping people and mentoring them and coaching them in a healthier lifestyle. When did it all start? It started, it didn't start last year, it didn't start two years ago, three years ago. It was the first time we decided to, I suppose, start improving our diet, improving our, it's a lifestyle. It's a, and we've, we're factoring in, this is the whole topic of this, I suppose, episode that I'm looking for. It's a balance. You have a family, you have a business, you have a job, you have, I suppose, people that you meet on a regular basis and that you make it fit your day. When you're on, at an event, you're factoring in those, I suppose, food choices on a regular basis. And 
That's what makes you healthy. You have a balance. And a lot of people are trying to find that. They have an imbalance. So just think of it like the seesaw. If you're not happy right now where you are, you tip it up the other end to make it more parallel or more level. Yeah, and Colin, if anyone out there is listening to this right now, think about this. When I done that first run, half a kilometer, my the very first run when I said to myself, Do you know what, I'm, I'm not happy with the way I look. I'm not happy with my fitness levels. I want to change this. You know, think about what was necessary to get me from running that half marathon, or sorry, half kilometer up to doing Ironman events, you know, at the moment. That, like, how can you expect your body to change that much overnight, over a week, over a month, even over a year? This has been years and years of, of being consistent day in, day out to get me to this level. So, yeah, it consistency really, really is key. But it's about this is the problem. As I said earlier, people go too hard too soon. They say to themselves, right, I want to get fit. I'm going to go out and run a 5K tomorrow. Don't run a 5K tomorrow. Run a kilometer if you can. Walk a 5K tomorrow. You need to be realistic with yourself uh, and you need to be able to um, do sessions that fit into your lifestyle. You know, I'm not going to say to a mother of, you know, five kids, I want you out uh, running a five kilometer every single day. Obviously, it's not going to be achievable for her. I want her to say to me, right, Kelly, this is the amount of time I can give to exercise. And then I will create a plan around her lifestyle because what, what works for one person doesn't work for everyone. And as I said earlier, comparing that mother to that, you know, college kid, their training plans are not going to be the same. They don't have the same available time to them. So we need to be realistic with what we can do week in, week out. And then we just need to start doing that. Yeah. And what you're doing as well is Kelly is, creating a community of people and she has a separate suppose, group that go to events and hopefully in the near future I'll be allowed to go on one if they'll have me um Carmen <laughs> you have to do lug August we want you there for lug all right stay tuned for that stay tuned stay tuned for myself and Kelly going to some event uh, in August and I suppose Kelly tell I suppose maybe some of the listeners before we wrap it up where's the best place for them to meet you or join your community or even get that cookbook that you've mentioned is that separately uh, available on your website yeah, so um, the best place, I suppose, to uh, get in touch with me and kind of figure out what I'm about is Instagram. It's the platform that I'm most active on at the moment. Um, my name on that or my handle on that is Kelly Fennel Fitness and Kelly is spelled K-E-L-L-I-E. Um, I'm also on Facebook as well. I have a website, Kelly Fennel Fitness. I have a podcast, uh, the Kelly Fennel Podcast. But if you want to know any more information or get in touch or anything like that, just pop me an Instagram message and I'll get back to you. I do have a group. It's called the Kelly Fennel Fitness Community. And uh, we meet up once a month. We go hiking, we go walking. I send on educational videos and content weekly. So, so yeah, if that's something you're interested in as well, just pop me a message, as I said, on Instagram. Um, and I will get back to you. Kelly, well, I'll be tagging all those in the likes of the show notes. And I'd just like to say thanks so much. I just love even spending time listening to, I suppose, uh, individuals such as yourself that are just generally sound. Do you know what I mean? We're two honest, hardworking individuals that are looking to, I suppose, improve people's life and lives. And we're putting out a positive message. And that's why I suppose why I got you on this show, because I don't have any fakers. I only have sound people on. I love it, Colin. Thanks, Neil. And listen, can't wait to ha have you on my podcast um, as well. Yeah, stay tuned for that. And I always end these shows by saying, stay tuned, stay classy, and keep it organic. You're listening to Coleman Power on the Organic Fitness 
Podcast. <laughs>